want to hear something spicy, Jonathan? Do I? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think LeBron cares more about legacy than he does winning at this point, and I don't blame him. So every move in his life is towards legacy? Yes, now. Basketball move, everything's, well, I mean, even in life, too. I think every basketball move is about legacy at this point. Why is it then every time? If I went to the phones right now, I'm not going to do it because it's a cheap ploy, and I only save the cheap ploys for the summer. It's too cold out right now for summer hack. But if I were to turn on the phones and go 216-474-0092 and say, who's better, LeBron or Michael? Out of the callers, how many would say LeBron? Seven out of ten? I was thinking 75% when you said it. 75%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He knows that the majority of Americans believe that probably by now that he's the best player to ever play the game. What's the point of making everybody upset? What's the point of making your home base upset? He has done this very weird thing. You brought up with Joe Varden that what if he were to get Donovan Mitchell and Joe Joe had a very big basketball answer for it. Well, let's get the let's yeah, get Joe Joe put the onus yeah, on Donovan. Here it is. Let's play it for everybody. Well, I wouldn't put that on LeBron. It's up to Donovan. Does Donovan want to make the most money um, that he can make uh, with the team that has his bird rights? That's it. Like if, if he doesn't want the extension here, then the Cavs have to make that decision. And I understand if they trade him to L.A., then L.A. retains his bird rights. They can give him the big extension. So I, I get that. I still want to know how the Lakers take forty plus million dollars back in salary. Like what? What are they sending to the Cavs that the Cavs would do that? Well, that's a great basketball reason for it not to happen. And I, I would still uh, – LeBron is the most powerful player in the NBA, arguably one of the most – arguably the most powerful player in NBA history. Uh, and I think that he is a guy right now who would look at the look at Rob Palenka and the Lakers and go, nobody from Cleveland. If you want to make it work here, that's fine. Nobody from Cleveland. Because he has been able to do this weird dance where there's always people. There, are, I, I look at my Twitter I mean, account every now and then during the break, and there are always going to be people anytime you bring up LeBron. They hate his guts for whatever reason. But the majority of people in the in his home area really like him, really adore him. And I think he's got it now where I won the championship in Cleveland. I'm in L.A. I have all my businesses. A lot of people say a lot of really nice things about me, and I don't want to mess with any of that stuff because I think that if you were to take Donovan Mitchell from the Cleveland Cavaliers and have him with the L.A. Lakers at some point this summer, I think people would freak out, and I think a lot of people – it'd be hard for me to not put it on LeBron. You'd it'd have be to hard for LeBron. me to not put it on LeBron. But I'm doing some, some thinking ahead here. Go ahead. Right? And the, uh, so I've, I've looked at it, and the two names that keep getting popped up for the Lakers this offseason, and what it would do – Two things would happen here, Ken. They're setting themselves up not only for LeBron to try to win a championship, but then also the post-LeBron world. There's two names that could work with Anthony Davis and satisfy those needs. Donovan Mitchell is one. Trey Young is the other. Well, if LeBron doesn't like Trey Young, he's kind of just down to Donovan Mitchell. Is he not? Like, if he, if whatever part of Trey Young's game doesn't vibe with what LeBron wants to do. I think he'd go out and try to get Trey Young. You think he'd have to? I don't think he would. I think he still thinks championship over legacy. I don't. Mainly because I, I don't think he understands how badly his legacy would be impacted if he if he left the, the Cavs crippled. I don't. Because I, w- he hasn't thought about us in the past. Oh, I think he has. Yes, I think he's absolutely thought about us in the past. You think so? Oh, yes. When he went to Miami, he really I, thought about us? When he... Th- I think he thought that... I, I, think, think, he, I think he was thinking about titles. I, I think, think he was thinking he, about championships. He was thinking about titles, but clearly he was affected by the le- by him leaving. He was clearly affected by the response that people had. He's a guy that likes to be I mean, liked. If he loved us so much, he never would have left after 2018, would he not? Uh, he would have just, just stayed here forever. We look back at it now, and it's, and it's 
and it's understandable. I think that he wanted he he did what he wanted to do in Cleveland. He had only won three championships at that point. He did want to get a fourth one. He did want to play for the Lakers. He wanted to be closer to his business and all the other things that are out there. He also probably wanted to play in warm weather throughout most of the year. I think, and he also knows he can come back. Now he's won a championship. He's basically Teflon in a lot of ways, except if he were to take the best team we've had ever since him and to cripple it. Now, like, say the Cavs got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And you took Donovan Mitchell away from that team, I, I'd be beside myself. I would be beside myself, I, too. And I, I, I would have to blame LeBron. I know be, I would blame LeBron. I would understand that it would take two to tango, and I'd have to go, okay, if they did, if they traded him, then Donovan Mitchell would have to expressly said that I'm not staying here, and maybe I could have found fault with Donovan Mitchell. But I would have pro- found fault with Kobe Altman for bringing him in. Maybe I would have just been like, how can we get better from this, or how can we make this thing palatable? There'd be a lot of thoughts going through my head. And because of that... With all the different thoughts, it'd be hard for me to not put it on, hey, LeBron, you're the most powerful player in the NBA, arguably in history. If you didn't want Donovan Mitchell there, you could absolutely tell Rob Palenka, no dice. I mean, we're not... And I think that he's a guy, he has been so focused on the 30,000-plus points, the records, the accolades, the where his place is. Not that he's just so egotistical, he's a massive ego, it's LeBron. Not that he's only focused on that. He is focused on what he's leaving to the game. And what he's leaving to the cities he's been in. It's the same reason last week when I told you, Jonathan, you didn't agree with me then where I go, he wouldn't go to Golden State. He's either staying in Los Angeles or he's going back to Cleveland. There's no other place he's no, going to. No, I did to. agree with you on that. Well, you said, no, you, you disagreed with me. No, I didn't. Was it you or Danny? Wasn't me. We talked about it. I didn't disagree with you on that one. Okay, yeah. then what was, what was it then? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Okay, maybe it was Danny. Maybe I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Because I said he's either going to Cleveland or he's staying in Los Angeles. I thought it was a great point. I, <laughs> I thought he's got okay. two. I thought he's got well, two places left, and that's it. Just disagree with him now for it. Well, no, I do disagree no, 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 with no. him on, I, his, I, on I the sentiment for for what you're talking about with legacy versus titles. That's my I, fault. I I'm think sorry. I think LeBron. I think what he's trying to leave to the game. If we're talking about that, I think he's trying to be a 40 year old NBA title winner. I think his new legacy, quote unquote, like what he's trying to do for the game is show that you can compete at a, at a stage in your life when you're not supposed to. Larry Bird was done at 34, Ken. You know, you're not supposed to be 40 years old in the NBA with all that wear and tear on your feet doing what he's doing. This might be the best thing he, he can leave the game, is that you can compete when you're 40, and you can win titles when you're 40. I, I just asked, don't think he's considering us in this equation at all. He is asked about his future basically every chance anybody in the national media gets. Asked about how long he's going to play. I do think there's a competitive juice there for him. I don't think he likes or tolerates losing six out of eight like they did or seven in a row like they did earlier last month or anything like that. I don't think that's something he really enjoys. I don't think he just does that finally. But I also think that there's something more to it than just the championships. I think that he's fine with the four championships. I think he knows how difficult this fine is. Fine with the four championships? I think he's absolutely fine with the four championships. playing Park Cheesy every night? Like, I, what the hell's the point? Fine with the four is. championships. I think he, he, he is. He built up ring culture, and now he doesn't, now he doesn't care about oh, it? That's part, that's part of what you get to be the best, is you get to choose whatever you want at any given time. And we always, as Lima says, no. we always have the right if of If you're not playing for the titles in your old Braun, then you might as well just not play at all. Well, what, what, what's, what's the well, point? Especially of, when you have the records. If you if he still had the scoring record and stuff to chase, then that would me, be a thing. You just but, told me why he's playing. Well, you didn't tell me on the air. Can I bring this up again? Well, well you brought up the Vegas thing, and then you brought up his son. We talked if about that. Stopped, we talked about those things. If he stops playing, there is zero incentive to draft his son. No offense to Bronny James. I know he's a college basketball player, but let's be serious about this. Right he's yeah. averaging 5.6 or something like I that. I agree with I've that. I've seen him twice this year. But you think he'd care? You think he just doesn't care about basketball? So you think this is all just I think he finds titles to be nice at this point. Point, but I think he's perfectly satisfied in the championships that he's won, and he doesn't 
I think you're he looking is at LeBron fine if he is, never wins again. I think LeBron is more cutthroat than what we're giving him credit for. I, I, I think that this is how could you be more cutthroat than being a person I who's think about if your it, own if business? If it means cutting the Cavs down at the knees, but it gives him a better chance at a title, and that's acquiring he, Donovan, I think he does it in a he second. He knows the power that he has. No, I totally disagree. He knows the power that he has, and the power that he has is about him and his own legacy. 216 474 0092. The power that he has is about him and his own legacy. He knows that the Lakers aren't going to draw dime one without him. He knows that he is the reason that people still go to Laker games out there. It's not about Anthony Davis. I don't think they could care at all about Anthony Davis if it was just Anthony Davis yeah. and the L.A. Keep, Lakers. Keep playing that in-season tournament title and tell me you don't care about titles. He cares about the in-season tournament. It was something he could win, and that they was hung nice. A and by for the way, it. what's that about? It's about the legacy of the in-season they tournament. They hung a banner for it. Congratulations on them handing Because he, he cares. He cares about it. And, his, and his Los Angeles legacy matters. No, and right now, his Los cares. Angeles legacy no. is one bubble title, he knows, which a lot of people uh, knock because they call it a Mickey Mouse title and it's not real. He is one of the few players that has a personal ownership of what the NBA does and doesn't do. He knows what's best for business. And he if that in-season tournament was going to work, he knows that he was the best person to win the first ever Agreed, one to get the cares. thing going. Because he's playing in the finals, so you have ratings that are up. He cares about what the league does. I think he it's not that he doesn't care if they win or lose. He's a competitor. He does want to win, but I don't think the championships are as important as his legacy anymore. I think if it was simple and he thought Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell were the same piece and he's looking at it and saying, all right, uh, hey, there's a chance in hell. One equals this one equals this. Then, okay, fine, whatever. But I don't think when it if he thinks Donovan Mitchell will win him three more games I, over Trey Young, then I, I think, think he, he takes could, Trey Young. I, I think, think he, he takes could, Donovan Mitchell. He me. could look at a guy like sorry to run you over. He could look at a guy like Trey Young and sit there and see him and go, "This is a man who's frustrated in his situation. This is a man they've put too much on him. They are a floundering basketball team and a floundering organization. I can take this guy, and I don't give a damn if I upset anybody in Atlanta because it's not a real sports city anyway. In a lot of ways, <laughs> I'm not trying to be nasty. Let's just call was, it what it is. It's pretty nasty. It's the it, it is the it's the it's the capital of college football, but when it comes to actual hardcore sports, I find a lot of other cities ahead of Atlanta, Georgia. So who am I going to really upset in Atlanta, Georgia? But he's from Cleveland, Ohio. Sports is very or he's from Northeast Ohio. Sports is very seriously taken here. And I don't think, why am I going to upset all those people when I have to go back there? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that at all. I'll leave Donovan Mitchell there. Donovan Mitchell wants to play. If he wants to go anywhere, he wants to go to the East Coast, not the West Coast. So why are we going to go ahead and do that? No, I'll go ahead and I'll take Trey Young. That's an assumption. That's a big assumption for Donovan so, Mitchell's behalf right there. And he there. believes so strongly in himself that you could sit there and say that Donovan Mitchell might be the better player, and you might be right, but I'm LeBron James. I'll make Trey Young to be that much better. Donovan, LeBron, AD. You tell me they don't win a title? I'm not saying they don't win a title, but I think if given the and, choice. And setting up the Lakers for a post-LeBron world where it's and, Anthony Davis and Donovan Mitchell. And I think he would that's say. A, that's a very competitive deal. I'm setting up a nice nice world in the future for him. I can't do it all for him. Kobe taught me that. I can't do it all for him. They would have a very nice future with Trey Young and Anthony Davis. I think he wants the titles. I don't think he cares about us that well, way. Two one six four seven four double ninety two. Which one of us do you I agree with? I hope you're right. I don't think he wants to mess with anything in Listen, Cleveland. I hope you're right. I don't think he wants to upset this apple cart at all. I think he wants he sees what the future is. They have you heard it from Joe, they have video tributes to him every time he comes back. They have the moments where they wave to him every time he comes back. It, it is something that he does not want to mess with at all. He knows that there's always, it's him. He is one of the biggest He's figures still in the have world. Those. There is always going to be still some controversy. Have those. But for him, 
He knows he's very his well liked His statue doesn't get taken away. His video tributes don't get taken away. Yeah. His jersey retirement doesn't get taken away. If this team goes to the Eastern Conference Finals and it feels like you knocked their knees out from underneath them. He takes them. Donovan Mitchell away. And listen, nobody's going to be happy about it, but he's not going to all of a sudden oh, get booed. I, I'm going to tell you this. You think he gets booed if he no, comes to, to Cleveland no, after that? Man, no, what is the title? But I don't think he wants to deal with any of this because I'll tell you what. Like when we talked about, we ended up doing it on the podcast. When we talk about the whole statue thing, right? In the, in the in the Corey Kluber, I said on the podcast, I should have done it with you, but I didn't. I said on the podcast, I go, you know, it, I have to admit, some years later, it seems a bit odd that Jim Tomey has a statue with, when you compare him to Larry freaking Doby and Bob Feller. One guy, both guys meant so much when it comes to different walks of life, not when it's just treasures. sports, yeah. national treasures. You go down you go down the street, you have Otto Graham, who's a war hero. You got Jim Brown, who's a civil rights hero. And then I got Jim Tomey. <laughs> a lot of home runs. LeBron James yeah, will it be is known. A, it is a sports franchise. Yeah, you hit a lot of home runs. You probably should be LeBron up there. James. And, all the, the and by the way, all these men have their controversies. Certainly have their controversies. I know. LeBron James, when it's all said and done. You're these, these accomplishments for things that are not Le- sports related. Le- it, is, it is a sports team. But it, LeBron James, it's when it's all said and done. It's weird that he hit a lot done, of home runs. We'll have be a humanitarian, be a philanthropist, will be the greatest player of arguably all time and certainly the greatest player in Cavs history. Why mess with any of that when I don't have to? I'll, I'll go take Trey Young. I'll go take Trey Young. Why do I want to give anybody any more ammunition and have that weird feeling 10 years from now when they go, hey, you know, he got a, he got a statue and it was great. Why do you have to take down? Because, Mitchell? you know, Brady, Brady we Eastern Conference Finals team. Brady, Why do you have Brady to take is, down Mitchell? Because Brady is clinched down as the greatest of all time, not because he won with the with the, the Patriots as often as he did. A lot of his legacy is attached to winning at 45 in Tampa Bay with the Buccaneers and yeah. how he was able to defeat Father Time and, left and right. And I, LeBron does that that's at great. 41 years old, that's 40 great. years old, wins an actual title but, with the Lakers. But Tom Brady won. Stamped played, down. Tom Brady played one. Then played another season. One, it played another season. That was about it. LeBron is still going six years later. He won a championship four years ago. And that's it. So what is he sticking around for? And Tom Brady got out. He knew that the window was closed, basically. He got out. They still ended up being a playoff team. Maybe Brady got it wrong. Maybe he could have taken him further. Hell, I don't know. But you have a guy right now who looks at his legacy and goes, why mess with any of it when I don't have to? I'm going to be, lo- be beloved in three places. I get to be beloved in Los Angeles, Miami, and my hometown. I got it better than anybody else. Why mess with any of that? It's not going to do it. 216-474-0092. We'll get back into this. And you got to read the room, buddy. You got to lie, even if it is the truth. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Petal, and in for tone on the fan. Mitch, please, coming up in just over 20 minutes. You going to make the show better today, Mitch? He says yes. I caught him at a bad time. Peterlin, take it away. You can now hear full clips of our local shows, 92.3 The Fan and the Odyssey app. So now you have the option of listening to a specific chapter labeled by our producers or listen to an entire show. Download the Odyssey app now. Take the time to listen to the most local sports talk in all of Ohio. An Odyssey station. I like that Mitch just gave you a thumbs up. I well, yeah, well, I, I caught him at a bad time, and he gave me an answer. I love Mitch. <laughs> okay, he's a good uh, Mitch. I keep calling him a kid. He's twenty six years old. He's a good guy. At what point did you stop it's, becoming a kid to you? It's kind of a kid. I'm thirty seven. He's twenty six. I can't call him a kid. He's a grown man. He's a taxpayer. Can I call him a kid? <laughs> he's a taxpayer. <laughs> Don't remind me. Yeah, listen to him. I, how old do you got to be before I stop calling you a kid? 30? 
30. No, hell. I'm 37. I call no 30-year-old a kid. No, no, no. You stop calling them a kid at 30. They hit 3-0 and no. you stop I calling I think there's them an age no. gap difference. No. I think it's 10 years. Mitch and I are 15 years apart. I can call him a kid. He's still not a kid. He might have to call you, sir. He lives That's on true. his own. You can call me Mr. Lodeman from Mr. Lodeman. <laughs> I was going to say. Mr. Lodeman, do you want to come Ken to the on, producer's meeting with me? Ken got on me for this about calling people by their formal uh, Mr. and Mrs., like especially when I go get guests. That's right. What What was it again? What's the hell I gave you? Like you just said, like it's kind of weird that you're a grown man and you call people like uh, Mr. and Mrs. like when you don't know them. Did I call Doug Doug or did I call him Mr. Deacon? First time. I bet I, I, I You bet probably I called, him called him Mr. Deacon. I bet I called him Mr. If they the tell- only people that I address with a title like that when guest booking, like I'd always go, if you're trying to, like Brian Billick, he's been on the show. I always go, hey, coach. Coach is good. Yes. Coach is coach, good. Yeah. That's an easy one. I right? call coaches coaches, like I, like a chef who comes on. Right. Yes, chef. I remember I asked that one time when I was younger and people were like, dude, you know how hard they work to become chefs? You call a chef a chef. Right. And I go, okay, that makes sense. It's like doctor. My doctor. Yeah. He's always like, ah, oh, just call. And I'm like, no, you're. You, you went to a lot of extra school and went ask you went, I mean, just really deep in debt for all that stuff. Like you no, you gotta you gotta, now, what you gotta be called if, doctor. So you you and I both do hits across the country. What happens if somebody says, Hey, uh, Mr. Carmen, love if you came on ninety three seven the fan in Pittsburgh. I actually like it because all the neighborhood kids just call me Ken and I get bothered by it still. Oh really? Yeah, they call you Ken vote, and well, you Liz grew up you're nineteen fifty five. You grew up you wanted to be you wanted the neighborhood kids to call you Mr. I Carmen. I just thought it was weird. I, I mean I called there was Mr. and Mrs. Weaver. There was Mr. and Mrs. Groschmidt. There was Mr. and Mrs. Perry. There was Mr. and Mrs. Savage. I'm thinking right now, Mr. and Mrs. Ramirez, Mr. and Mrs. Butera. I D- went down D- the Francisco. same list. I didn't call. Now, what's weird is that one, but his dad looked like Rafael Palmero, so I always wanted to call him Rafael Palmero. <laughs> Mustache and everything? Yeah, but I mean, you know, like I didn't I didn't call him. I didn't call Mr. Weaver Tom. At that wasn't happening, dude. At, at what, no. At, at what point did you start to call him Tom, though? Because that, that happens as well. Like, I still call Mr. and Mrs. Ramirez Mr. and Mrs. Ramirez. I would probably and they, they tell him. me. They, every time, they would stop calling us that. If I saw you get Mr. to call us uh, Sam now. It's okay. If I'm I like, saw Mr. I Weaver now, I'd probably call him Mr. Weaver. Because, I mean, if you were a Mr. when I was a kid. I mean, I, I met you when I was in kindergarten. No, You're Mr. You, they want you to make that transition. That change. It's hard. That's a hard transition. It's like I still call my aunts and uncles. Like I still call them aunt, like Aunt Betty, Aunt. Well, Barb, that part never changes, Uncle right? Jim. Yeah, like that I, part doesn't change. I'm a grown man. I'm a taxpayer. I got my own sons, and I saw my <laughs> Uncle Jim during the summer. I was Uncle Jim. Can't you become a taxpayer at like 16? Basically, if you if you make a wage, you become a taxpayer, right? Yeah, but I always like uh, to say that's you're not paying your income tax though. You're not April 15th when you're 16 years old. You don't go. Oh, I gotta get it in. Yeah, you can't. No. That's not the same. Yeah, you do that. Don't you have to if you make if you make money at all at sixteen years old? No, don't you? No. No, I'm not. I'm not talking like majorly. You're not no. majorly like uh, like umpiring or something like we all did at fifteen. But if you have a if you have a job at sixteen that makes actual money, like Uncle, Uncle Sam scared. comes for his cut. What are we talking about? Oh, here? Uncle Sam's always going to wet his beak. Well, he's getting it out. He of front always end. wets his beak. Yeah, beat, you got Yeah, that's the thing. My dad taught me early is like you got to <laughs> make sure Uncle Sam's taking care of you. Don't be going to jail for taxes. The evasion. only time I impressed my dad in life was at 17 years old. I filed my own taxes, and he was like, "You got to be kidding me." Judas Priest. He loved that. He loved. I, he was a hard man to impress. I remember he doing that, that when I was 16. I was actually excited to go to H and R Block and be like, "I am a. I got to pay my taxes," and I don't. I don't they know taught that. us in computer class adult, didn't you? at Perry how to do taxes. 
It's a good class to dance. That's good they did. I just realized I was going to say a sentence that would come off so sexist. I couldn't do it. Because I was like, well, now I got married. I don't have to do that stuff anymore. I was like, the way I was going to say it. She could have me sent to jail so, at any time she wants. You put way too much faith know, in your wife man. and the, in the, in the dynamic that you just have Just to set clear up. that up for you, Jonathan, minors have to file taxes if their earned income is greater than $13,850. Well, things yeah. I was doing so, at 13 years old, I might have had to. Well, when you're running. Makes sense. When you're running for the cartel. <laughs> I realize that. All right, let's, you're, let's, you're laundering all that stuff. Let's change so the subject. <laughs> Tell Uncle Sam to prove it. You got to go back a long way to find that. I didn't tell you them days, did I, Peerlin? That was on the podcast once. Anywho, uh, I've been wanting to play this all day. Uh, this is Anthony Rendon, who is, I, I don't know how many games he's played for the Angels, but it ain't been many. And it just, guys, it might be the truth. You got to read the room. Hit it. Is it still a top priority for you, though? It's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. So I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time it is. So, Did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you technically answered it. <laughs> Thank you. I think the reporter who was asking him the question was just shocked. Now, we like to say, this is Anthony Rendon of the Los Angeles Angels, who is making a $238 million contract, formerly of the Washington Nationals, who played in 52 games in 2020. Of course, that was a shortened 60-game season. But since, in in full seasons, has played in 58, 47, and 43 games over the last three years. Yeah, it's not great. It isn't great. And what he says, like when I go, okay, when people say faith and family, that's the right thing to say. That's true. You want to do things by your faith and by your family. I get that. But when you do something for a living that is what people are supposed to dream of, sorry, man, you got to lie. You got to lie. Like if I had heard Francisco Lindor say that, I'd have came in the next day. I mean, it would have been wall to wall. It would have been wall-to-wall. Well, okay, well, hold on. The Angels paid Albert Pujols for so many years to be bad and not do anything. It's not like they... I don't they, care. They spent a lot of money on a lot of players to just kind of show oh, up. The yeah. Angels have led the league in paying Paying people. guys, players... Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of... That's what they do. That's not the issue. I don't have the issue with him getting a $238 million I, I, it's, contract. It's odd if Angels fans thought this was the fight, though. It just comes off... Because he's com- putting his family first over his job? Isn't no, that kind of what he's but supposed when to you do are so when you are so clear-cut... And call what people dream of. Every guy I'm talking to dreamed at one point of being a professional athlete. 90 out of 100 guys that I'm talking to right now as I say this sentence dreamed of being a professional you athlete at some point in their life. probably remember the moment that you realized it wasn't going you, to happen. Exactly. You probably do. I was 12 years old. I was like, this is not going to work. I, I say I was 14. I was probably a lot younger than that. <laughs> Let's be honest. There, you just lied to yourself after a certain time. I, I know I did. Everybody dreams of this. What you do for a living, what your job is, is a dream to people. And I, I think when you, you might think that you can't admit that, you cannot admit that. It's a, it's a, you can't do that. That you're in an entertainment business. People are supposed to want to be you. They're supposed to want to dream to be you. You can't do that. That's the wrong thing to say. What, what, what I you understand want him to the say. Like I, I, I care about angels baseball more than life. Is that what you want him to no. say? 
You go, baseball's third behind faith and family, but this is a passion of mine. But that's this, what he said. This is what he said, game, isn't it? This game is what I wanted to do. No, he said it. Well, he, he cares said about it's not a top priority. He did say it is a priority because it's his job. But he seems to be coming off as not valuing his job as a dream job. Think about this. Is this just a job to you? No. And you don't make $238 million? Fair. This ain't no job, you just don't. a job to me. If I would have done I something don't. else, it would have been just a job. If I would have been driving a bread truck like I was supposed to, it'd be just a job. No offense to those who drive a bread truck. But it would have been just a job for me to get to A to B. How long is he supposed to take and wear that then? I mean, I listen, I understand. I get we want him to think that he's 10 years old for the rest of his life, being like, I can't, all shucks. I can't believe I got to play baseball. It's not about all shucks. He's 38 years old. It's not about all shucks. Things change. Priorities change. Right, you might not even like but the sport. But you sports. cannot admit that it's a job. You, know, you I, cannot I read, admit that. I read Andre Agassi's book, uh, Open is what it's called. And in that book, I was just tell my brother this this weekend. In that book, he said how he, he couldn't envision another world where he'd make $200 million doing anything. He hates tennis, can't stand the sport, doesn't like to watch it, doesn't shame. like to play it, but he knew it's the only place he's making $200 million. Yeah, and So he's supposed to walk around shame. and supposed to be like, oh, I, what a dream come true for me because I want to make sure that, he, that Ken Carmen now, is, wait, but wait, that wait, is wait, a dream. He makes wait, $200 million. Wait, that's not a dream. Did Andre Agassi say it while he was an active player? Or did he just write it in his memoir? Because there's a huge difference. You don't he think he believed that? that stuff? Or you think, he was trying, you think he's trying to sell a book as always doing no, that? No, he could have very well been trying to sell a book, but what I'm pointing out, it's when smart to realize he's not making $200 million anywhere else. When did he write I read this book maybe 10 years ago. Okay, so he was. He, I mean, Andre Agassi has not been a competitive tennis player in 20 years. Well, it goes through the stories of him when he actually was playing and how he and, hated it. And he again, hated every bit of he it. He may have hated it, but how many times did he say it in so public? So why, why can't we expect the honesty here? Because you're not doing yourself any favors by your fan base. Because it doesn't matter if it's not their money and it's not their money, especially in baseball, it feels like your money. And so when you give a guy a $238 million contract, you just had to get rid of the greatest player that you've had since Mike Trout, who was playing alongside of Mike Trout, that has basically made your organization a punching bag for everybody, sports talk radio show hosts and sports fans, for over the last decade where you have two of the most game-changing players in the history of the game, the last generation of the game, and you can't get above 500 for crying out loud. And then yeah. you have a guy who was supposed to help you get over the top, you gave a 238 $38 million contract, and he says, eh, I'm just showing up and punching the clock. That does not well, come off well. Well, he's over the top four years ago. His priorities, right now. His priorities are correct. His priorities are correct. Okay, so I, I think it was more Faith about him being rude right. to the reporter was it's, more, uh, I, more any well, of that. I don't care if you're rude to a reporter. Was, I don't know well, the reporter. Uh, that's, that's, that's my takeaway on this these, as opposed to... When you say these sort of things... It, it is a bad look for your fan base. It's a bad look for those saying it. Do you think that... Does, he just, not, does he just no answer it then, or what, does he, what do you want him to no, do? No, you just lie. You lie. Faith, family, and the game. You just lie. That's all you have to do. I I just want want the athletes to be honest about it. You don't want them to lie because you don't give a damn about the Angels. But if you played for the Cleveland Guardians, if if somehow, God forbid, if one of the Cleveland Guardians (laughs) got... Not Jose. You can't can't envision Jose saying it. No. What if... You don't have to put a name to it. It's okay. Well, first off, random, we had a guy I mean, that was short stop is fine. million. Dollars, I brought up Lindor. It's easy to demonize him because yeah. he's not here anymore. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's play that game. Give me a nice young player that people are excited about, Owen. Stephen Kwan. Stephen Kwan. Everybody loves Stephen Kwan. Say Stephen Kwan had a 30 home run season this year. And he's the one who wrote in the book that it is a little diary. That's right. That, he, and he cared about money. He that, clearly uh, he cared about money. He certainly cares about money. Yes, he does. But if Stephen Kwan comes to you someday and or they ask him a question, he goes, yeah, I'm just showing up. This is a job. That, you know what? For the hardcore Stephen Kwan I fans, know, I'm, I'm not they would understand suck it. For us. But I think, well, for, for that, I think for all the Bobs and Jerry's 
and, and, and Isaiah's out there, they'd be very upset. It's, but to it's hear a that. hard reality. This is how life works, is it not? Like, not everyone, just because you're in a position to have a job that you're supposed to love, doesn't mean that you have to love that job. It, it, like Anthony Rendon's talent was not, not his talent wasn't getting him anywhere else but playing saying, baseball. Jonathan, I'm not saying not he has to love it. Million I'm not saying he has way. to love it. He has to not admit that he doesn't love it because it doesn't do good for your organization. And by the way, part of your job is representing your organization. If you're a professional athlete, that doesn't make your organization look good. That doesn't make your personal business look good. He well, said, he said, booed at home when he said, family, faith, baseball. It's not like he put it 27th in the list of things that he cared about. But when you, when you say baseball, you, is, how long do you want this list to be? You can say family, faith, baseball, you want. Everybody from Kyle Ripken, to think, everybody has said family, faith, baseball. I think people baseball. don't like but Anthony Rendon, and that's you, the big, we, we take everything he says because you already don't like him. And when you, if, it all, you already don't like him. It's all, all, it's all, I, didn't, I have nothing against Anthony not Rendon. Not you, I'm saying baseball fans. I'm saying baseball fans. Well, I'm a baseball fan. I mean, I'm a sports fan, and I haven't seen Hyden or Using hide your hair. I haven't seen anything <laughs> of Anthony Rendon because I barely get a chance because he's barely barely able to play because of all the injuries. He's not 38 years old, by the way. I think he's 34, according to this. Oh, four I mean, more yeah. Years. I mean, he was somewhere in that okay. somewhere in the 30s. So I got a guy who's in his mid 30s, and all he would have to say is, "I'm rehabbing like crazy. I know these last few years have been frustrating. They're frustrating for me too." But I want to do right by myself and by the Angels fans out there. I see what you're and saying. And then he could write his own book ten years from now and say, "Yeah, it was just a job, and I was getting paid a hell of a yeah. lot of money to do." No, so. no one's buying an Anthony Rendon book. Two one six four seven four double o ninety two. The Rendoniacs will be out. A lot of people buy books. Man. Well, actually, if he's got stories about Trout and Otani, maybe that's his yeah. book. I'll just I'll have do all you, the inside on Trout and Otani. Do you want Do you want brutal honesty here, or if Anthony Rendon played for the Cleveland Guardians, would you be freaking out? Are you thankful that Anthony Rendon doesn't play for the Guardians? That Mitch Please coming up next on the fan. All right, Mitch Please, then we're going to get back into this fight. I got people disagree with you because Andre Agassi doesn't play a, a team sport. Played for himself. That's Which where is, we're drawing the line? Uh, MK in Vermont. He has a hell of a point. We'll that's, talk about that's where we're drawing the line? Stay on that. Stay on that for just right. a moment. I got a good rebuttal, too. I thought Wait of a good one in between the break. Bandanas. Ooh, oh. sexy. All right, here we go. Mitch, you going to make, make the show better? I think so because I'm going to throw Thank God because I've been on an anchor on this thing <laughs> for been four bad, hours. So. Lord, I'm going to throw in a third athlete who apparently doesn't care much about his sport other than the playing surface. Not as extreme as the other two, though. This was Giannis Antetokounmpo during All-Star Weekend. Uh, he talked about his watching a basketball or lack thereof. I just, in general, do not watch basketball. So stats, highlights, how people play, I have no idea. And I, I love it, you know. I love it when I go to the game. I have no idea who I'm playing and what they do. He doesn't know who's playing. That's kind of the same thing he did with the chicken wings. He admitted like he hadn't watched yeah. any film on the Cavs. So, so and that was around the time. Remember around that time he also talked about how he watches like Netflix for ten hours a yeah. day. Like, like watching Netflix for ten hours. An a insane day. amount of his day is spent watching. Well, not Netflix. the Office anymore. No, I think no, you can see that on Peacock. Yeah. What show was it? I just he get mad at Jim and Pam anymore. Because they're not America's great couple like no, we thought well, they no, were? No, because everybody makes them out to be, and they're not. They're When you break it down, they're actually horrific people, and they are toxic as a couple around everybody else that they know. No, yeah, yeah. It's been well documented. Yeah, oh, I, and I've been one of the documenters. I'm the Ken Burns <laughs> yeah. of ripping Jim and Pam. Oh, really? Yes. I go, you want to be Bob Vance and Phyllis. That's who you want to be. I agree or with that. you want to be Michael oh. and... Um, Holly. Holly, thank you. That's who you want to be. You don't want to be Jim and Pam. Ugh. A toxic, well, terrible couple. Snakes. 
and get her life figured out. Oh, I want to be an artist. Oh, I want to do this. I, I want to do that. Then almost has a pseudo affair, basically an affair with the camera guy. And then Jim, forget Jim. Oh, I'm better than everybody else. Are you? Are you? Why don't you just sell your paper and move on? How about, how about Dwight? Dwight found, Dwight found a good life for himself. Found Angela, has the beet farm, has everything there that you could possibly do, and is a hell of a salesman. You can't be satisfied being a salesman. Found and, Angela? Well, Angela or found like him. just took Angela? Took Angela, too. Hey, well, you know what? It happened, what happened happened. Found and it all Angela. starts with that terrible mother that Jim had, because you remember you the one argument, episode. You make an argument. Dwight and Angela are worse than Jim and Pam in this discussion. And you re- no, they are not. And you remember that one started. episode. Look at how they ruined everybody's life. Is it just so happenstance that Roy's Dwight life became infinitely did the same better thing. after he wasn't with thing. them? Oh, and by the way, the, uh, uh, the arrogance of Jim... Oh, I'm just going to take Karen halfway across the region over here. She's going to start a new Karen life, but I'm better. really not thinking that Karen very much about There's no Kelly. doubt Karen deserves better. yeah. And then the stones like on Karen. him to think when he was going to go to that office and think Karen would still Albany be hung now. up on him. He still think that Karen would be hung up on Listen, him. Listen, they're playing video games at work. Jim you, can you want go me to take hell. this serious? They're Jim playing video Pam, games at work. Jim and Pam can go to hell. They're I hope they're in the same car. They're playing while at work. I can't take them serious. These are fictional characters, by the way. I can't find the Giannis movie that he watched. That's the best he talk we did all day, by the way. They're both good actresses. Fictional or, characters from a show that ended 10 years ago. Because we agreed with each guys. other. They're both, by the way, John Krasinski and... Um, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher, both good actors. Good actor, good actress. Yeah, and then both John Krasinski actors. got jacked, and then it, it made it a little it weird. It doesn't matter. I mean, I got that much... Emo- People are like, you hate The Office? I go, no, I love The Office that much that I've been able to document that much about The Office. Anyway, hey. Good Tomorrow audio. we'll do Jenny in Forrest Gump. Well done. One for one. That's easy. Come on. Give me a challenge. <laughs> give me a challenge. You tell me, are you the Ken Burns of, uh, of Jenny and Forrest Gump too or no? Oh, I, we've had, I, I just think, I, I think almost. We've done this one. Jenny's become low-hanging no, fruit. No, and that's, yeah. Which I walked in on my son again watching. Jenny or uh, Adrian from Rocky. Don't ask him about him. I walked in on my son watching Home Alone again, Eli. Oh, no. And I realized, I go, so he's been home alone for like a week. You had two people just try to kill him. You really just let him stay home alone again? It also wasn't a week. It was like two days. Okay. Well, you had two people try to kill him. Yeah. Literally, try, two grown men try to yeah. break into his house and kill him. Old man Marley, who, by the way, the original actor is from uh, Cleveland, by the way. Oh, he's actually, Shout I think out. he was born in Connecticut, but he grew up in Shaker Heights. Um, Got a Machine Gun Kelly thing going on there. You, you get these guys out of here. They get hauled off to jail. Kevin just sleeps alone that night in the house. He's perfectly fine, which sets up what? Sets up the good son because you find out that he's a total psychopath. Think about that. If you can still sleep perfectly fine by yourself after two grown men <laughs> entered your house and tried to kill you, that's, that's you have a gear that most of us don't. Ken, he didn't sleep that night. He cleaned the house because they came home, it's and the probably, only thing I missed right. was Buzz's room. He's probably exhausted. Well, because bleep Buzz. Buzz, the bleep Buzz. Buzz is the worst. Anyway, back to the Rendon. And his girlfriend. It's a great name to give him, though. Buzz was the perfect name for that time. You know, there's somebody out there for everybody. I'm not going to rip on the poor girlfriend, okay? She did her best at that time. It was the early 90s, okay? And I'm I'm sure she's a very happy person with children now. The fictional character. I don't know anything about the actress. Marcus and Aurora. Marcus, hello. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Hi. Hey, uh, Kenny, if you were a baseball player and you... Regardless of how much money you you got paid, you wouldn't consider it like a job, right? It's 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 no, not a job. No, I don't consider it? this a job. I mean, there's little in office stuff here, Marcus, that I don't tell anybody about because it's pointless. Nobody cares. 
You don't care about the pointless in-office stuff that happens here. You'll listen to me talk about the office, but you won't listen to me talk about the in-office stuff here. It's still a job, though. You get emails you have to respond to. You have things you have to do that you don't want to do. It's still a job. Part of it's a job, but I'm not going to sit there and bitch about the job. You can love it, but it's still a job. But I'm not going to bitch about the job in front of people who it's my job to distract them from their real job. And just because he grew up and was great at it doesn't mean he has to live by that. Well, that's what Marcus's job is, too. Go ahead, Marcus. You're right, Kenny. He should have lied. And said, I absolutely love this. But, you know, he got paid all that money and he quit. And his injuries have been, you know, a hamstring, a quad, stuff that when you get paid and you quit, that's what happens. And as far as pull holes, you know, I guarantee you, Jonathan, if Albert Pujols could still go up there and hit 240 and hit 20 homers, he'd still be playing. This Redone guy, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Absolute disgrace. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Marcus. Right. I you, appreciate Marcus. the call. What did you think right. of during the break? Robert, I'm sorry. Yeah, my, one, my big rebuttal here. We talked earlier. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron cares about uh, legacy more than he cares about titles, right? Yeah. What's Rendon's legacy? What does he care about at this point? The people of Washington. And the place he won a title in 2019, he doesn't care about the people of Los Angeles and the Halos. He won a title in a World Series for the people of Washington. That's who he's got to really, truly answer to at the end of the day, Kenny. And so I think because of that, I don't think he has to care about Angels fans in the slightest. It doesn't matter. You still want to be happy in the place that you're at. and It makes it a little bit easier to be happy in the place where you're at if you don't insult the people that are, in a way, but not really paying your salary. Insult the people by putting them third? When you say a job faith, is just family, a, when baseball? you say it's just a job, that's an insult. Third? If you say faith, family, baseball, that goes Wasn't on. like faith, family, office debate. Hold on, when you home say, alone recaps. When you say faith, family, broadcasting, no caps. That's something that you put on a shirt. When you put the faith, candy? family, baseball, that's something that a mom wears to a travel softball that's game right. or that's a travel right. baseball well, they'd game. They'd wear it to baseball. They'd have faith, family, softball. Yeah, but yeah. when you say <laughs> it doesn't say faith, family, just a job. Can't that no, no. I'd buy it. Because you're weird. Well, no, if Anaheim well, has the t-shirt industry well, that Cleveland does, that would be a shirt by this afternoon. That would be a great shirt. I, I mean, I, I've got a job where I sit there and I occupy my time with different theories about how Kevin McAllister became the good son. I got a pretty, Maybe got you pretty think good it's just over a here. job if you were shagging okay. fly balls for yeah, hours on end. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, out there in a Major League Baseball field. I'm just Maybe shagging fly balls. For, a, for an organization that doesn't try. I think they try. They've paid a lot of money. Paying a lot of money and trying are two different things, Ken. <laughs> they don't just give them it for free. They don't give them for nothing. It's two different things. We've watched uh, we watched Mike Trout never win a playoff game. You can't tell me they try. That's the funny thing about baseball. Well, that's why you know the Guardians are trying the most, because they don't pay anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. All right, big thanks to Joe Varden. We're back tomorrow, 6 to 10 for Big Country, for Jeff, for Mitch. Damn it. For the slippery wizard, Anthony Lima, who's still not here. He's still on paternity leave. For for Jonathan Peterlin, I'm Ken Carmen. Have a wonderful day, friends. Hey, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs>